Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Noon! On Tuesday, November 10th, here in Bethesda. Wednesday, Wednesday, November 10th. We're here in Bethesda, Maryland with news that you can use from YAA. Yes, it is Wednesday. What does what YAA even stand for, Doug? Um, yeah, buddy. No, yeah. it stands for your advocate your advocate alliance. I like it. Okay. Just, yeah. just keep me on your toes. Yeah. How are you doing this morning? I I well, it's noon, so it's afternoon. Yeah. It's afternoon now, and I'm doing just Great. And you? Yeah, yeah. Went out for a run. Beautiful here in Bethesda. Yes. What we're going to talk about today, Pops, used car prices. We got the latest data from our dear friends over at the Black Book. Yes. I don't know if they go by the Black Book. Well, you know, if they don't, they should, you know. Although (sighs) although I I remember watching the movie uh, The Social Network. Yeah. Um, And and The Facebook. They went by the name The Facebook. Uh, before somebody said to him, no, you're just Facebook. Uh, but that guy didn't realize, really, they were just meta. 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 All right, so here's the deal. All I think about is uh, meta world peace. I know, every time. Yeah. Yes. Here's the deal. Yes. Injustice is right in the chat. Cadillac is shuttering 30 to 40% of their dealers to focus on EVs. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. Yes, but but that's because they knew that was going to happen. They've, they've offered their smaller dealers that didn't want to get into the electric vehicle business buyouts. Um, I think I read somewhere that the total amount of money that, that they're spending to buy out the, the dealers that don't want to do it any longer is $74 million, something Let like me ask that. you a question. Yeah. How much would it take to buy you out? What? Like, like if we if we move to like a younger, hipper, you sexier a, dad. A younger, a younger, hipper, sexier me. Yeah, like how much would it take to buy you out? Uh, well, you know, it depends. Well, you, you, I, a, I don't think he could get Brad Pitt to do it. Okay, that's number one. And, I didn't and, say Brad Pitt. And, well, he's younger. He's he's sexier, and and well, he could be me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I know it it didn't. What's it, your number, Dad? Just give me your me, number. What's me, your let number? Me, let me finish. I know it didn't take much to get me in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I do see the paycheck stubs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's jump into the used car market data. We have this back on the Join YAA website every single week. We update this page. We'll do it for November. We'll do it again. December, we did for October. Well, no, if we do it every single week, wouldn't we do it for like every week? But I update the page. The, page, the URL stays the same for each month. Yes. So the URL data is used car prices November 2020. Uh, we have one, like if I do this. Yeah, it, 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 it would say October. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. It. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah. Summer. See, this is, this is oh October. Remember, we had Dave V sell Chevy. Oh, my God. When we so, did this, the chart only looked like that. Remember, remember, and remember the retail chart it's only all, looked like it's that. All coming back, yeah. So I'm gonna hit the back button. Yeah, and now we're back in the, the chart. Back. Looks like that. Yeah, and the retail chart looks like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are you saying in the nicest way possible? Let's run, run through it, Deb. What's the purple line showing you? Uh, the, Flex the, that big educated muscle you've got up there, your brain. What is the purple line doing in this chart? Uh, it's going up. It's going up. <laughs> it's going up. It, it's going and, and this and is wholesale, wholesale is wholesale weekly price. Wholesale used used car values. Uh, this is the tenth consecutive week that we have seen uh, wholesale used car prices go up, and they are um, now up 
46% from the beginning of the year. Yes. Last week was 44%. Yes. The week before that was about 42%. Yes. We are now week over week up 46% yes. since the beginning of this year. Yes. We ended, just so yes. everyone, I know if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see this. There's a there's an orange line on this chart. Yes. That represents last year. Yes. It, we ended last year right here, for those of you here on the stream with us. Yeah. That's up 12%, okay. 12 to 14%. Gotcha. So we ended last year with wholesale used car prices up 14, 12 to 14%. And, and the year before, where did we end up? That was down here. That was the blue line. Which was 2019, the last normal year. The blue in, line also as like a metro line here in the DMV area. Mm -hmm. Not my favorite. Not, it's not Orange line that takes you to New Carrollton, takes you yeah. to Vienna. Yeah. Blue line mm -hmm. takes you to Largo. I don't even know the other stops. There's got to be more than one. <laughs> there's a one direction. Just goes to Largo, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and what goes to Largo goes down in value, apparently. <laughs> so the blue line in, in 2019, which was the last normal year, um, typically what happens the last quarter of the year, seasonality-wise, we, we see a decline in used car wholesale values. Um, and, and we ended 2019 down maybe two or three percent last year uh, when we came out of covid um and and demand started to spike and 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 manufacturing started to fall further and further behind and used cars became harder and harder to get we had a 12 to 14 percent increase yep this year it has gotten worse uh, because we have the projection is that globally we're going to lose over 11 million vehicles that were scheduled to be produced in the United States alone. That number is going to be over three million, um, which has brought down the seasonally adjusted retail rate for car sales to the lowest point that it's been in what was it, 10 or 15 years. Um, so we're not building as many new cars, we're not selling as many new cars, we're not trading as many used cars in to buy the fewer new cars that are available for sale. People aren't returning their lease cars. Yeah. So there's just such a dramatic shortage of used cars that I know we still have a few weeks left in this year, but right now we're sitting at 46% increase in wholesale values for this year. Even if we saw a slight downturn for the last six or seven weeks of the year, yeah. you know, maybe it gets down to 40%. Well, a 40% year-over-year increase in wholesale prices on, on automobiles is staggering. And, and the reality is we're probably not going to see any type of decline between now and the end of the year. Definitely because there's, there's such a dramatic shortage of cars. It's, it is... It's, you know, I guess I've used the word before. It's unprecedented. Yeah. And it really is. And it's like nothing I've seen in my lifetime in the automobile industry. And, you know, all my friends in, in the business, they, they've never seen anything like this. Nobody has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got uh, a very thoughtful donation here from Raven is cool. Thanks for everything you do. Have a great day. Best wishes. That's oh, really good you. energy. That's very sweet. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Yes. Melissa says no one can replace Pops. MPGXSVCD says if your dad goes, we go. So it doesn't sound like we're going to get Brad Pitt isn't, on the show. Isn't we go some kind of business? 
Wigo? Wigo, I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. There is a Dr. Wigo. Remember Dr. Wigo? He has a Dr. channel Wigo. on yeah, here on YouTube. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to Dr. Yeah, Wigo. Yeah. He bought a Dodge Challenger. I, I don't remember. But, but yeah, but, you know, we're, as pop goes, we go. <laughs> I like that. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, Vincent says this will take some time, but when this balloon breaks, all prices will drop eventually. Yeah. Unless, unless suddenly we find ourselves becoming Cuba. Which, like, it kind of feels that way a little it bit. It almost does, you know, because in Cuba, you know, they haven't seen a new car in God knows how long, and they just keep figuring out how to make those old cars run. Um, but, yes, you would you would assume, uh, at least if, if, if history is a guide, and that's why we should look at history to be a guide, um, if history is that guide, then, then, yes, there will be, for every upturn, there's a downturn. For every downturn, then there's... Uh, an upturn. So yeah. right now we're in one of those wholesale upturns. Eventually there'll be a downturn. Just the biggest one we've ever you know. seen in quite some time. Um, so, but we will see eventually, and that eventually might be it does a year from now, two years from now, maybe three years from now. I don't know. Yeah. But there will be a corresponding drop to this increase. Kylan PA says I'm an Uber driver who puts six thousand miles per month on my Toyota. And it's still going up in value. That is bananas. Bananas. And yes. Yes, that, that is. David Hill here in the chat mentioning where to go, where to go, where to go. My 2020 Outback Touring went from 39500 from last month to $36,900. Um, so I guess seeing some decreases in, in the KBB value. But that's also like KBB can't keep up with what's actually yes. going on in the market. Yes, and... and and I, I would think with with the severe shortage of new Subarus that uh, somebody would pay more than that KDB value. We've got Lighthouse Flame over on Twitch. Well, if you're on Twitch. Greetings from Twitch. It's great to see you back, Pops. Well, it's great to be back. It really is. Tatch is here and Viking Saint. Supply and demand need more supply of new if we are going to see a drop or a drop in demand. So yeah. here's the deal. We actually, someone just chatted this to me. My dad and I haven't even had a chance to yes. read it yet, but it literally. I mean, literally just came in right before the show. Yeah, like I just pulled yes. it up a moment breaking ago. Breaking news. So this comes literally from. Literally breaking yeah, news. Yeah, it actually is. Uh, this is from the Nikkei. Yes. So the Nikkei is the uh, uh, stock exchange over in, in Japan. Japan. Yes. Um, Toyota, Nissan, GM, jumpstart production as chip crunch eases. Let's look at this together, guys. Yeah. I, we haven't. So it says here, labor shortage presents potential roadblock to restoring outputs. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was from 5 a.m. Japanese, Japan standard time. So this is yeah. literally, I think this just yeah. came out. Toyota Motor and Nissan Motor are among global automakers that plan to ramp up output in the near term. Reversing course on recent production cuts caused by the chip shortage. Nissan aims to increase production in the second half by nearly 300,000 units. This is nothing new. Yeah. For the full year through March 2022, Nissan revised its global sales outlook. They took it down to 3.8 million from 4.4. That's fine. Uh, Toyota raising is raising output by 4% to 10% from a year earlier following a 40% slump in September. That's for November. Yes. But what does this have? Does this say anything about where they're getting chips? Honda will return to its initial production plans no later than January, and the full year output will be larger compared to the previous fiscal year. Well, that won't take much. Yeah. yeah. And the USGM is exhibiting an upswing in production. We think the chip shortage will get better toward the end of the year, said GM CEO Mary Barra. I mean, yeah, we've been hearing that, but we yes. haven't been seeing it. Ford Motor upgraded its full year net profit projection as well. The company is managing our, quote, managing our supply chain for short term, 
short-term sustainable improvements, including semiconductors, said CEO Jim Farley, who sees the chip shortage heading toward further easing by the end of the year. We see the start of stabilization of chip supply. That's a direct quote from Volkswagen CFO Arno Antelitz. Part suppliers are preparing to vastly expand production. Denso's inventory at the end of September is 40% higher than pre-pandemic levels in September 2019. ASIN's inventory jumped by 30%. TS Tech, a Honda affiliate that makes car seats, is extensively stocking up on inventory. Interesting. So let's see. Although component production is recovering, finding personnel will be the focus going forward, said Tayomu Suzuki. Um Tamoyuki uh, Suzuki, excuse me, managing director at the U.S. consultancy Alex Partners. The recruitment of workers by big name automakers is creating a shortage of labor for small to mid-sized suppliers. Border restrictions are easing in Japan, but it will likely take time before employment of foreign workers rises to sufficient levels. The ramped up production of cars could promote discounting. In the U.S., the average stood at uh, 2300 dollars in September, or forty percent lower from a year earlier. A resurgence resurgence of coronavirus infections could tighten up chip supplies once again. So that's all from an out. That's an article from this morning from the Nikkei essentially saying, okay, all of the big public company executives are saying things are going to get better. So they're going to get better. And if they do, then the issue is now going to be a labor shortage, not a chip shortage. Yes. And if that does come to fruition, we're still going to see used car prices going up because they're not going to just be able to flip the switch on the labor shortage or the chip shortage or any of the other inputs that are needed to produce vehicles. Magnesium, for example. Yes. I, I mean, you know, let, let's hope that that uh, sometime during 2022, we can really get back to producing vehicles in the numbers in which we've produced them in the past. And when I say the past, I mean like 2019 not 2020 and 2021 where you know we we uh, lived through these severe shortages yeah so but we can hope let's it, we can hope that that maybe there really might be some light at the end of the tunnel if 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 enough of these reports keep coming out uh, then i i would believe that would be a trend um well, if they sustain yeah, themselves for a few yeah, weeks yeah. yes then it would be a trend and and then you know hopefully we'll see ourselves in a position where there'll be a few more cars and and uh, and some of the nonsense that we see going on at some of the dealerships uh might go away so we've got uh soga asking are we still in the stop buying cars camp um how does this because this does i think this is beginning again we're we're seeing more reports and we're seeing the data week over week suggesting on the microchip front things could be getting better could yes. be emphasis yes. on could be next week will be a telling week if the trend continues yes if the microchip shortage is getting better then i do think that starts to change how we think about buying a car now versus buying a car in a year yeah well and and the thing has to become when they say you know gee we're going to be able to produce more cars um, you know, if they produce two more cars, that's more cars. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it, so it's what what's going to determine whether we get out of the stop buying cars camp or not is what the size of those increases are. Is it a significant increase? Are are they suddenly going to say, "Gee, we're going to be able to produce fifteen percent more cars than we did last year"? Okay, that starts. You know, when you multiply it out from all the various manufacturers, that starts to become a big number. Yeah, where you could where you could see changes. Um, you it's know, just but interesting it, because you also have all these off lease cars that haven't made it back into the market. You have the rental car fleets that haven't been putting their vehicles yes. back in the market. So it's like, what impacts? Will that have as well? It's really hard to even wrap your head around it. Yeah, it's 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 the most unusual time. We've got some interesting chats going through here. This is from MPEG. 
he said it or she said that I can yeah. call him or her that. Tesla doesn't have any markup on new vehicles. They sell everything at MSRP. Kyle and PA reminding us, yeah, but Tesla can move MSRP up instantly anytime they want, and they have. The Model 3 cost 23% more right now, the MSRP, than it did in December of last year. Yes. The Model Y is up 20%. That's $8,500 and $9,500 respectively. And Kyle's correct. Tesla can increase their MSRP at any time. Yeah. Any of the OEMs can. And they do. Any of the yeah, but, can, but no one else, if, if Toyota did that, yes, there'd be riots. There'd be, you know, the headlines everywhere would be uh, Honda, Toyota, they're, they're increasing their prices, yeah. but, but Tesla can do it. Yeah, well, yeah, because Tesla, Tesla can do whatever Tesla wants to do. Tesla can do whatever Tesla yeah. wants to yeah, do. Yeah, because there's no dealer markup. If you, if you are on Twitch, you, we will pull your comment up. That is how this show works. We don't understand it, yeah. but we're like slowly but surely building a bit of an audience there. Lighthouse Flame. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it yes. means either. Yes. Lighthouse Flame says, I wonder if gas prices will stay high and when the crude prices drop and the difference then being made up in taxes to continue to encourage folks to move to hybrids and EVs. I think the thing that's going to encourage people to move to hybrids and EVs is A, manufacturers are investing a heck of a lot more money in them. Yes. And B, the infrastructure is actually coming along. And C, there's all sorts of dollars that are going to come back in tax credits or refunds to, to incentivize consumers. Yes. This is from Ka Justice. Maybe it's Ka Justice. Um, Ka Justice. Yeah, Ka Justice. This is from Ka Justice. We're seeing a stoppage of producing any crude here in the U.S. and shutting more pipelines, so I doubt we'll see a drop anytime soon. Gas prices probably will stay high. Everything's going to stay high. We started this show out with inflation's up 6.2%. Used car prices are up 50 freaking percent. Shouldn't we buy a used car? I think we should. Go right ahead. You know, it would, it would, it would. Could we write it off as a business expense? Let's you, buy one from like Vroom and yeah. then let's hold on to it for two months and let's sell it to Carvana and see if we break even. Uh, you know, I like to think that maybe, just maybe, instead of, I don't know, using my car all the time, you could use that car. <laughs> Should, okay, let us know in the chat. Should we do this? Should we buy a car and track its value all the time? Even that way, we could also like get a video done of getting a pre-purchase inspection, which you can't do if you buy a car from Vroom. But anyway, we'd, yeah. we'd figure out how to make Either sense. Either that or you could just, you, you could track my Mini every week in and week out. But, you know. Boss Hat wants to know, do they even look at YouTube chat? No. No. Not for you. No. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely, no, definitely of not. Of course not. Oh, Kajustis says the name stands for California Justice. Gotcha. Got it, got it, got it. Um, all right, let's see here. Flipping to Carvana for a profit would get wiped out on your sales tax on the purchase. Sort of, but I actually think there's a chance with how rapidly. Again, if you're joining us now, let's let's come back to it, Pops. Let's look at the screen once more. And make it really clear to everyone what's going on. This is the wholesale used car price graph. Yes. This is the most recent week. The purple line is 2021. If we had bought, you know, a, whole, a used car at the beginning of the year, it'd be worth 46 percent more right now. Is and we that, actually we haven't even gone over it, pops. Is that more than the uh, stock market's gone up? That's more than the value of yeah. Yaw's gone up. Okay. All right, let's let's break it down here. <laughs> My paycheck stayed flat. Your paycheck stayed flat. Well, not not really. My paycheck went yeah, up significantly because yeah, I went from zero to something. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I also went from zero to something. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah. yeah. The difference is your something's bigger than my something. <laughs> so I know that. I got six point two percent. Oh, okay, cool. So we've got broken down, <laughs> broken down by yeah. the different types of vehicles where we're seeing the appreciation most. Compact cars. Compact cars up 1.45% yes. week over week. Yes. 
Yes, and and that's because um, they're not producing enough compact cars. There's, uh, you know, for new ones, um, there's they're the least expensive cars for people to buy, and and so right now they're going to become the most valuable cars. It's it's just it's it it's crazy, man. These are your Corollas, your Mazda threes. Uh... Anything, your Civic, your Civic, yeah, yeah. anything in that. Your Nissan Sentra. I mean, Malibu. I guess yeah. Malibu is more like the midsize, even. But like, ah, they're just going up and yes. up and up. Yes. Um. Again, if you're on Twitch, we pull you up. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that reminder. I'd better fill up before that week. Yeah. yeah. From the Big Fudge Five Twenty, just got a used Hyundai Palisade for forty three thousand out the door. Got an appraisal from Carvana for forty five thousand. Can you share the story that we had from last Saturday Night Stream? from Nima, who's a wholesale buyer out in California, what he shared with us. Uh, well, what he shared with us is there are literally used car people, wholesalers, wholesalers, going to new car dealerships, paying MSRP plus the additional dealer markup, buying brand new cars, and then taking them to the auctions with 10 or 15 miles on them and selling them at the auction as a pre-owned car for more than they just paid to buy it as a new car that's how crazy it is that's 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 as you like to say bass ackwards um we're knocking fuds knocking fuds bass ackwards it's yeah. very broken yes all right let's take a quick peek here though at what else is going on on the suv and truck side of things pretty Just, uniform in terms of everything going up and it's worth mentioning actually on the car side even sports, sports cars are yes. appreciating right now yes this is when this sports is cars appreciate uh, depreciate yeah. yes yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't get it. Your compact luxury crossovers have appreciated over a point. Your subcompact luxury crossovers are up over a point. Your full size vans are up over a point. I am like legitimately frustrated that at no point you and I were like, wait, we literally look at this data every week. We're yeah. so in the weeds of it. Let's buy a freaking van and sell it to Carvana and just sell it to Carvana. Yeah. I actually think we could have made some money. Yep, you're probably right. Um, Kajustis says, uh, the, at the big fudge 520. Nice. Congratulations. There you have it. I hope we don't lose Kajustis as a, a, a viewer. California justice. California justice. All yeah. right. All right. Um, Soga says pickups seem like a good buy right now. We've talked a little bit about this. We actually just finished wrapping up yesterday, filming deal school 2.0. Really, if you're in the market to buy a car, doing a new, new car order is probably your best bet right now, but yes. we don't have to go too far down that path at this moment. Okay. Okay. So, Bob, we had two things that I wanted to pull up for our um, Really, you got to be kidding me, which is okay. what I'd like to transition to. Right okay. Here. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, buddy. All right. Well, we don't have our headphones on, but I'm going to play it, okay? Okay. Really? You, you got to be, be kidding, kidding me. me. Okay. So, here's the deal. I'll share my screen, <laughs> and we can start working our way through this. This comes by way of our friend, Alaska Sound Guy, uh, Alex. He's up in Alaska of all places. Hence Alaska sound guy. He does sound and yeah, uh, uh, on premise uh, yeah. sound stuff. Yes. Shout out to Alex. Yes. So uh, Kendall Ford of Anchorage has gotten some pretty much like base F-150s. Yes. On their lot. Yeah. Scroll down a little bit. And, and. Um, what do you want to look at? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to look. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's got blind spot sensors. It's it's just it's just an XLT. It's just a pretty run of the mill. Yeah, they put in the notes here. Selling price includes additional dealer markups of nineteen ninety five. Okay, okay. 
The price is listed at $75,659. So you know what I thought? Let me click on this beautiful view window sticker button. Yes. Drum roll, please. Oh, scroll down because there's this total savings. Oh, so it's really got an MSRP of $60,215, but it's only got an additional dealer markup of $1,995. How'd they get it to $75,000? So this is what's really broken right about now and like the whole car search process is like in the dealer notes, it's going to say yeah. like markup, no, which no. is transparent and yeah. good. And honestly, you know what? Kudos to Kendall. They're saying, you know what? Screw it. You can know that we're marking this thing up $15,000. Like on a freaking base F-150. A prior model year base F-150. That's insane. Um, you got to be kidding me when you, when you do stuff like that. You really do. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, we had a second story that is like, to me, quite frankly, a bit more egregious. Like yes. the $15,000 that we're trying to get on a new car that's like super in demand. Not that we condone it, but yeah. like we get it. It's supply, it's demand. Thomas Zadinsky in the chat says, "Greed, Thomas, we're gonna we're gonna show you. We're gonna show you. We're gonna show you greed. Greed. This is this is really effed up. Yes. So this comes by way of Robert back on the YAA community forum, and I'm gonna zoom in and I'm gonna read this. And please, this is like, this is painful. Hi, Zach." I can buy my Cadillac XT5 at the end of my lease in December for $21,672.45, which is an excellent price. Yes, because the residual value was set. When he signed for the car as a percentage of the original MSRP of the vehicle at the time that he signed for the car. Which obviously at used car yeah. prices are up 46%. It's worth a lot more than they thought it would be three years yes. ago. Got it. The car only has 22,400 miles on it. Yes. Probably because he didn't drive it that much because we had COVID. Probably yes. a 36,000 mile lease. Great. All the scheduled maintenance were done at the dealer. Here's the VIN. But I have a problem with the fees that the dealer wants to add to my purchase So, price. So he should be able to purchase it for $21,672.45 plus the state sales tax and or city or county tax, if there is any, plus motor vehicle fees for title and registration. Yeah, and let's be clear. Just so let's catch everyone up to speed if you're new to the channel. When you lease a vehicle, you're essentially renting it from the leasing company. So the dealership yes. sells the car to the leasing company. Yes. The leasing company and you have an agreement that you're going to make payments and drive yes. it to the terms of the agreement. At the end of the agreement, you can either come back in and give them the, the, the you car. Can just, you can just turn it in. You can turn it into the dealer. Yes. The dealer will take care of things. Yes. You could buy the lease out and you yes. could do whatever you want. You could drive yes. it some more or you could go sell it. Yes. And what we're recommending in this market is never turn it in because the residual value is 30 or 40 or 50% below what the car's worth the, right now. Yeah, what, what the residual value is. The yeah. process of actually buying your lease typically goes through the dealership because they handle all the paperwork. And make they it, can help arrange the loan if you need a loan and things like that. Exactly. Yes. yes. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy it through the dealership. No. And you're about to see here with Robert what some of our recommendations are because this dealership that he's gone back to, which is a Cadillac dealership. Yes has added a $789 dealer fee. Yes. A $595 safety inspection fee that they say is, quote, mandatory for their liability. Yeah. A $1,200 certification fee. Isn't the safety inspection fee enough, as he says? Yes. And a $450 license plate fee. Yeah. Pops, I know you don't have your headphones on, but I'm going to play it. Show me the money. Show, Show me, me the, the money. money. $3,000 yeah, worth of fluff. 
of fluff to just have the privilege of buying your car. Yes. When, um, I know when I was in Maryland and people wanted to buy out their lease, it was really pretty simple. Uh, they had, before we could sell it, and, and today the rules have changed. You don't, even, we, you don't even need to do a Maryland state inspection on if somebody's buying out their lease anymore in Maryland. But in the past, you did. So that was a $99 charge to do the Maryland state inspection to make sure that it was roadworthy and, and, and met the minimum standards set by the state of Maryland. And we would charge uh, whatever the fees were to get a title and registration because it's now just going in your name as mm -hmm. opposed to the leasing company's name and your name. Uh, we, would, we wouldn't charge sales tax in Maryland because that had already been paid up front. Um, and, and we would charge whatever our dock fee was at the time, uh, which might have been $199 or $299. So, you know, the dealer fees were the dock fee and the $99 for the state inspection. But at that time, the state inspection had to be done. The, the fees that this dealership has come up with $3,000 are, are just, I mean, just, they're just outrageous. It's, 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 it's like they have said, we're not going to give up the profit we could have had on these lease returns if they were just lease returns. So instead of us just sitting back and facilitating a customer buying a car that we normally would have liked to have had and been able to sell, we're going to tack on these extra fees so that we can profit from this. And that's all those fees are is so that they can profit, they can participate in some of the equity that there is in these type of vehicles and lease returns at this time of uh, in our history. So let's let's close the story here with Robert in this lease and let's go to the chat because there's a bunch of things coming in from the Twitch. So we got to make sure that we address yeah, it. Yeah, said that's what gotta, we do. Yeah, you gotta, you, we gotta, so I asked, I asked Robert what state you're in. We're making a video about this. Phil says, are you in Florida? All these fees are completely unnecessary. I would call GM Financial and ask if there's a different dealer you can purchase the vehicle through. And you don't even have to call GM Financial to do it. You can just contact a different Chevy dealership. Yeah. When you typically buy at a lease, the dealer will charge a small processing fee, maybe $250, and you will also be responsible for the sales tax and then government fees. That is it. it. Phil is one of our auto advocates, yes. uh, one of our car buying coaches. This is the power of the community forum. Space is another auto advocate and another yes. car buying coach. Uh, he said back to Phil, I haven't seen a GM financial lease contract recently, but I do know some captive lenders like NMAC charge an inspection safety fee if you buy out the lease. It should be spelled out in the contract, though. So it'd be good to review, good to first review the lease agreement and see what other fees are listed, if any. The charge uh, should be from the lender, not the dealer. Exactly. Wouldn't it be easier to secure a loan and send a check directly to GM Financial for the personal payoff amount? Wait till uh, wait for the title and register the car yourself. Meanwhile, the original poster can extend the lease. No need to be pressured into making a decision. Time gives you options. Forgot to add, if this is in Florida, that state is the only one that I know that makes you go through a licensed dealer with a physical location in the state to purchase a leased vehicle. Some strange Florida state law. However, check with GM Financial because I believe they are able to process the buyout directly. They must be authorized accredited within the state, unlike other lenders. If they do, then it should be easy, as easy as sending the payoff and register the car directly. Space fill pops. Thank you guys for addressing that. Really, you got to be kidding me, though. $3,000. And the unfortunate thing is if you don't watch these videos, if you're not seeking out advice like this, if you're not on the forum, you, wouldn't you would just pay the $3,000. Yes. And now that's not going towards your rent or your mortgage or your groceries. And everything's more freaking expensive now. And that is so messed up. Yes. So. 
<sighs> feeling better now. I'm feeling good. Kylan okay. PA over yeah. on Twitch. Edmore's Toyota in Florida called me and asked if I wanted to trade in my Corolla on a new car. I asked them if they even had any new cars, <laughs> and they had about 20. Okay. okay. They have a $1,000 dealer fee, $400 in nitrogen in the tires, and a $7,500 market adjustment. I literally laughed out loud into the phone. Yes, I, I that 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 should be cause for a rather hefty cackle. Lighthouse flame seven and a half seventy five hundred dollars markup on a Corolla yeah. is insanity. Yes. Completely agree. We, we live in insane times. Yeah, we've got from uh, California Justice. My old dealer puts ninety nine ten thousand dollars markup on Corollas and fifteen thousand on Rav four trucks. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex says even Nissan prices are creeping up. Yeah, they they really are. Um, it's it's insane of what's going on. In CG Kim's thinking the same thing. Is it worth doing arbitrage, buying and selling? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We should buy a car for the channel right now, and I bet you it goes up in price. Okay. I think I know what I'm doing this afternoon. There's a dealership right up the street. Yeah, I, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. You're driving back to the shore. Well, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Kyle and PA saying that this has to do with hyperinflation. It's nuts. Nuts what's going on right now. That's the thing. Back on the website, we have the, the updated data. We'll continue weekly to provide the updates. I wish we had a different story to tell. The Nikkei article makes it yeah. seem like things might be getting better. Yes, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yes, yes. Good news. Tomorrow, folks, we'll be separated by 180 miles. What cars should we buy? Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments. Please keep leaving reviews on the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But, yeah, if we do buy a car for the channel. Yeah. What car should we buy? I don't know. Let's let's see what the what the folks want us to buy. Let us know in the chat. If we buy a car, let us know what to buy. Yeah. Also, someone on Twitch. A recent Canadian auto vlog interviewed Stephen Beatty, head of Toyota Canada. He said we're at the lowest point of the chip shortage right now and things will improve significantly in 2022 with few, if any, inventory issues at some point next year. Yeah. Well, I want to see it. I want Yeah, it. me too. Because, you know, that doesn't define at what point. At some point, is it could be October of next year. We've got um, Tesla from Golf Nut for sure. Yeah. MPEG says Tesla will appreciate. Joshua says buy a mini. No way. We've got a PT Cruiser from Alex M. Okay. Yeah. 1987 Monte Carlo SS oh, is Daniel's suggestion. Yeah. Buy a Nissan Altima two-door coupe from Sid. Uh, old Nissan Leaf. I don't know. You can buy them cheap. Yeah. 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 We'll figure something out. I like this idea. Okay. Tachi says number one, Mitsubishi. All right, Pops, I'll let you get out of here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. See you then. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.